Have you been feeling stuck, exhausted, and finding yourself living as a passenger in your own life? By giving away so much of your energy and power to everyone and everything around you. But you? Well, you are not alone. My name is Dr. Valérie Johnston-Dugama, osteopath, and I have been there too. After being burned out, exhausted, I decided to take control of my life and get back into my driver's seat. It wasn't easy though, but I did it. And you can do it too. In this podcast, I will share stories, invite guest speakers, and provide insight and tips on how to turn your life around and move back into your driver's seat. My guest today is a 41 years old mother who grew up in the 80s with a very loving and supportive family. But still, she was experiencing low self-esteem, low confidence, and a lack of direction. She became a mom five years ago and then realized that she was unable to cope with living in the moment. She then asked for help and built a very supportive network. In our conversation today, it's about reaching out. Thank you and welcome Trish Kigan to the Driver's Seat Club. Mental health is very close to my heart, especially growing up. I've actually suffered from mental health since I was about 19. I've always managed it really, really well. During my pregnancy, my third trimester, I found it quite difficult to deal with because all the hormones are really shaken up. I um, spoke to my girlfriends about it and they told me to have a look for some help. I actually did a bit of my own research and I rang the local community hospital who directed me onto a few other places until I finally found a local health centre which um, provided counselling in the third trimester of pregnancy. So I booked in some home sessions and I actually had someone come out and help me through my anxiety all the way through to my post-pregnancy. That was actually when I decided I needed a little bit more help and counselling and I needed to go on some medication. I personally did not want to be a statistic, so that took a while to overcome. Almost five years later, I realised the importance of making my decision, how much calmer and more rational I have become. And Right now, I'm in one of the best places mentally I've ever been in and I'm capable of making good judgment calls without overthinking or having a panic attack or getting stressed about it. I have a very strong support system. I have eight very close girlfriends and we have over 22 years of friendship between us. I come from a very close family. I have a very strong attained family and they've all gone through a lot of the same stress issues and I've watched my mum so mum's been a very big support to me as well she's been there the entire way supporting me to make the decisions I needed to make so with that in mind I spoke with my girlfriends with my partner and mum and uh, decided that it was time to time to look after myself with my girlfriends 
we'll sit and talk about all the problems there possibly is to chat about. So we've always got each other's back. And with my immediate family, we have each other's back as well. We always rely on one another. I just think I'm very fortunate to be where I am. And last year during COVID, I actually decided to take on a personal coach just to build my self-esteem and confidence a bit more. Uh, That's been a really good decision. It's helped me understand it's okay to love yourself. It's okay to be kind to yourself and to stop pondering and just to stop overthinking because, you know, if you need to make a change, you have to make that change because not making a change means you stay somewhere forever and it's not going to make your happiness appear you are the person who makes your happiness for yourself. So that has been my journey so far and I'm really happy to where I've come to and I'm able to acknowledge all the help I've done for myself is actually okay. Wow. And you did say that after the birth, you decided not to be a statistic. What did you do exactly not to feel like that? And you also say that at the end, five years after, you realized that it was the right decision for you to take by not feeling like you were in a statistic. Tell me more about that. The way I overcame being a statistic, I was given homework by my counsellors. So it was doing those tasks. It was learning how to handle the emotions and the important thing about learning how to handle your emotions is not just a accepting them, it's learning how to adapt, setting your boundaries and being given other outlooks on life because you're not always able to think outside the box. That's what I didn't want to be with a statistic. I thought I had all the answers. And when I was given strategies to deal We've learnt my handling my anxiety and my depression and all the other mental health issues. I realised that there are other ways to cope. And there are so many people out there who provide with a medication to assist them. And it's actually okay. Because once you start taking on all those strategies you have been given, they just become second nature and you realise, hang on a minute, it's not the scenario, the situation is not as bad as I thought it was. This I can do, I can put some money aside or B, I can write down a list or C, I'll just review my notes and you realise that you made that into something much bigger in your mind and there are a series of steps you can take that will help you get from point A to part B. So By using all those strategies I'd been given, I was actually building my own confidence in myself. And then I was like, okay, I'm good. It's okay. I no longer felt like a statistic because it just took a while to realise that, you know, to accept the help that I needed. And so once that was accepted, I felt like I'd done the right thing. Oh, that's amazing. So, and how long did it take you when you could feel like, oh, I've got the confidence and I'm on the driver's seat for that one? Probably two years ago, only very recent. So 2019. So 2017 was when I started to change careers. And I've been finding my career path since then. 
but I think it was just making the changes and making decisions on my own behalf and not being scared to make those decisions and learning to move forward, learning to balance, so um, finding the right level of medication to take to be where I needed to be and learning that down the track once my personal coaches told me I can actually come off eventually because once I'm in a position of um, being confident and comfortable with who I am, it will be second nature to me. So right now I'm quite happy with all the strategies I have in place. I'm at the start of a very beautiful journey at the moment and um, I just think the decisions I've made have been right for me and I've actually listened to myself for a change instead of everybody else. I've actually discovered that I really like the person I am. You can have family and friends tell you for years and years that you're a beautiful person with a good heart and a good soul. Words are words. You've got to feel it inside yourself. And with COVID last year and hiring a personal coach because I started my own business, I thought, well, self-esteem and confidence go hand in hand with running your own business. So I need to do something about that. She made me feel very uncomfortable. I hated it, but it was the best thing ever. I had to learn to say I love you to myself. I had to tell myself that I was wanted, I was loved, I was beautiful, I'm awesome, I'm amazing. I did some timeline therapy as well, which I cried most of the way through it. That's just going back to the past and just dealing with really emotional periods in your life and learning to let go of those moments that have made a big impact in your life and learning to forgive those moments. And just taking what you've learned from those moments and um, taking those teachings to deal with them in the future. And I think that's very strong because the cycle of life, the moment always comes around if you haven't dealt with a situation the first time, comes around the second time and the third time until you learn your lesson. So that has been a massive part of me moving forward and shifting, going back to people and just bringing up situations that really influenced me. and confrontation so just confronting those people not to be nasty but just to gain an answer and an insight into their behavior that has been very massive for me as well how did you manage to the interaction with people if you feel like you are not comfortable with their behavior how did you approach them in a way that they could uh, understand that it wasn't good for you i thought about how i wanted to speak what outcome I needed to be rested and then a couple of big deep breaths and then confronted some people and I was able to get some clear answers and that helped bring me some peace and I was just oh okay righto putting on a brave face not no not putting on a brave face just being ready to ask those questions knowing it was time feeling it in the moment we acted a different way because if you never ask this question and suddenly they see you asking, what were the answer, the first impression when they could see that you have this change in you? Very surprised and accepting. Accepting you for who you were now, is that right? Yes, accepting me for who I am now. And tell me about your new journey with creating your own business because you say that you are creating a business. So tell me about it. So I've uh, decided during COVID, um, I wanted to use my skills and job hunting became very, very, very competitive and scarce as well. I have wanted to run my own business for a long time 
And because we were moving regional in September, I decided I was going to become a virtual assistant. So that basically is being an office administrator or you can do social media marketing or setting up people's websites, podcasting, just to name a few expertise areas that there are out there. There are many more. I decide my current skill system of being an office administrator, of being a HR and recruiter, being a great organiser, organising chaos and mess and being a mum, uh, managing the household calendar and the bills. Decided it was time to put those skills to use and start up my own virtual assistant business remotely from home so I can utilise my skills. Wow, congratulations. Yeah, I think it's perfect for me. I'm very much looking forward to it. I went through the VA Institute and it's a completely different world. Everyone is so, so, so supportive. It's completely different to physically being in the workplace. There's so much work out there and you can see how the world is changing to people working remotely and just being able to support anyone from around Australia. It's opened my job options up so much more than just looking in New South Wales. I can actually look around Australia itself. And with that, I also decided to start studying Certificate for HR. And then the next, um, once that's completed, wow. I'll go on a podcasting course. Oh, my goodness, you're on fire. You're in the driver's seat. Tell me, with um, all the work that you did for the past five years, is that right, since you gave birth to a child, plus the coaching, do you think that all of that really helped you to be the person you are today and to deal with the mental health and getting your confidence back? Yes, definitely. Personal coaching just helped me to see that, to really see that I am a beautiful person. I love who I've become and it's not a selfish thing or a snobbish thing to love yourself and caring for another human. Showing myself I can be a mum and having someone to rely on me, that really, as my friends say, it softened my edges. I love being a mum. It's the best thing that's ever happened. I love being a partner to someone. My son brings so much joy and delight and to see his eyes light up, I love it. So what is the takeaway for you in all of that? If you have to just pick a, a few takeaway with the whole experience from when your mom was helping you, you know, like just to deal with stress when you were younger, then just after when you have the, you get pregnant and have to deal with mental health that you never experienced before that way. So what is the takeaway from the whole experience? It's important to ask for help because we're not capable of doing everything on our own. And I know sometimes that there's a image in, some image in society where we have to be this super person and it's not possible. That we have only so many hours in a day. There's only so many things one person can do. We need to ask for help. It's okay to ask for help and it's very important to feel important. That is so important because if we want to pass healthy habits and provide our children with strategies and coping mechanisms, we need to be able to show the example and be comfortable in that environment, especially when you step outside your comfort zone. It's just so important to be able to focus and stay balanced. That's really amazing. And because you did say that you always had so much support around 
from your family and your friends. What about, so for people who do not have the support, what could you, you know, suggest or anything that you could maybe come with? There's local community supporting groups. Um, you can go through your local health community. I found Facebook to be another good place where you can meet strangers. Stay, stay in your house, you know, safe environment and meet other people suffering similar symptoms to you online. But I think it is extremely important that you get out of the house, you go to your local health community centre and you start making those connections because once you make those human face-to-face connections, that makes a really strong impact and they will send you to the right place. But don't give up at the first. You've got to find the place that you feel that connection with, that you're comfortable with. It might take one or two or three people talking to before you truly find that person who gets you and understands you. So you have to keep fighting and you can't give up because the time that you give up, it's going to be that next person you meet who will be the one person that will be able to help you and connect with you. So you have to just keep moving forward. Wow, that's amazing because uh, so many people do not have the support from the family and the friend. And it's so important to know that there is the community up there that can really, really help and that can be there for you as well. So moving forward, you have so much project on. So what is next for you? I know you you talked to me about so, so many things, but the most important you're working on right now, you see that it's your business? Basically, I've been applying for job leads um, to gain my first few clients. I've had a few, we call them discovery calls in the VA world. They're interviews, but discovery calls is learning about your potential client and them learning about you. So I've had a few potential leads come through where I've had about three discovery calls. I've had excellent feedback, so I'm very proud of the feedback. And then there's the big move in September to regional Australia. Wow. Congratulations. That's so excited. Are you feeling uh, ready for it? Definitely. We don't do things in halves in this family. So I just feel like you've got so much positive energy. And that's basically, that's it is about the driver's seat club. It's really to show, yes, there is mental health. Yes, there is so many things that challenging time in life. But it is possible to turn things around and to get back into your driver's seat and take control of your own life. And you just describe it so perfectly how you can actually with everything all the support around you can turn things around and you're such a great example of it thank you so much you just have to remember that rain wasn't built in a day and it won't happen overnight but you just work at it and you will get to where you need to be thank you so much Trish, for your time and for sharing your amazing story i'm sure and i hope as well a lot of people can relate to it or people that needs some support can go and get it and uh, yes really grateful that you're part of the driver's seat club today thank you thank you so much for the opportunity it's been fabulous to discuss um, something i'm so passionate about yes thank you thank you for listening stay tuned and subscribe to the driver's seat club until next time have a powerful day